0: Salutations! Welcome to Podmortem. I'm Renee hunter Vasquez, joined as always by my co-host, my husband and my brother.
1: Hi, I'm John Paul
2: Vasquez. Hi, I'm Travis Hunter.
0: This week, we're recording live from the Vaniket Psychiatric Institute for the Criminally Insane, discussing the 1999 supernatural horror remake, House on Haunted Hill. This film was directed by William Malone and written by Rob White and Dick Beeb. It also features the work of the now-acclaimed SFX master, Greg Nicotero. A remake of the 1959 William Castle film, House on Haunted Hill tells quite a different story than its predecessor, while still remaining true to its themes. The release of the film launched Dark Castle Entertainment Studios, its very name being a nod to William Castle. So what did you guys think of House on Haunted Hill the first time you saw it?
1: I remember watching this movie and absolutely loving it. (laughs) Like, I don't know why, I don't know what it was, but I thought this was great. Like I was like, oh, it's fucking fantastic. And I still be watching it even for the show. I was like, oh, this it's fun. Yeah, it's a good fun movie to watch. Yeah. It's got its problems, of course, but it's. <laughs> I still I still enjoy this movie. I would still recommend if you haven't seen it, watch it. Even if it's just to go and kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's good. I liked it.
2: It's just one of those fun movies, you know? I remember the first time we watched it, we were kids, like kids' kids. Yeah. Uh, Probably shouldn't have been watching it. No. It's one of those, you know, I think at the time in my life, I don't think a movie ever scared me more than this one. No, it scared the the shit out of me. (laughs) I remember we watched it in Germany Mm -hmm. at a movie theater on base, and it was a double feature of House on Haunted Hill, And The Green Mile.
0: (laughs) Too long. Well, yeah, for me,
2: I fell asleep. I remember I got the shit scared out of me. And then I was like, all right, good (laughs) night. I was
0: going to say, I don't know how you slept after. (laughs) I
2: I had both my parents right there. So I was like, if anything happens, my big sister (laughs) looking out for me.
0: (laughs) Let me get my sleep in now before we go home.
2: (laughs) But no, I remember it isn't a perfect film. But it's always going to be one of those movies that has a special place in my heart Mm -hmm. for what it is.
0: As for me, I was at that same movie theater, and uh, there were visuals in this movie that I had never seen before. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we grew up, obviously, we've said it before, watching a lot of horror, too young for most of it. Right. But something about the presentation of this movie it got right to my scaredy <laughs> bone. Like, it scared the shit out of me. Scary. I
3: don't bone. know. <laughs> I don't
2: know. Yeah. I, I just knew that at the time I'd never seen anything like it. No. I've come to find out, you know, later on, some of the things that are in this movie, I guess, were some of the effects anyway in Jacob's Ladder, mm-hmm. you know? But at the time, you're like, this is the first time I've ever seen anything like this. It scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: you're a kid. And you're a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, how can you...
2: It's just crazy to me that they keep the main plot of House on Haunted Hill from 59 Mm -hmm. with Vincent Price, Mm -hmm. but they do such different things with it. Right. And for me, I mean, I don't know if it's kind of like a douchey thing to say, but whenever there's a remake, any remake I go into, I'm like, you need to prove to me why you need to exist. No, I I totally agree. Especially if it's a movie that's great. You know, what are you doing? What are you improving upon?
0: Like the witches, but. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've never seen the original, so I can't. uh,
0: I know about it,
2: but I've never seen it. So It's very campy. Okay. But I mean, you kind of expect that William Castle, 1959. Yeah. But this is obviously scarier. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that it's a completely different tone. But also the one thing that gets me is that the element of supernatural in the original is kind of. It's not, not yeah, as Really? It, there might not be any supernatural elements in the first film, actually, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it.
0: That's not the game. Not at all.
2: But I think honestly, this is the sweet spot for remakes because not only does it take what was good about the original, but it does something different with it. Right. And in some ways, some might say even improves on what hmm. they had before. Now I love the original, don't get me wrong, but if you're remaking a movie, you gotta have a reason, and they did, and I right. respect that.
0: Now, before we put this film on lockdown, we would like to issue a warning for spoilers. Podmortem is a very in-depth podcast, and in thoroughly discussing horror films, we have no choice but to spoil a thing or two. If you don't wish to be spoiled, please go watch the film, then come back and enjoy the show. If you've already seen the film or don't care about spoilers, then let's get this party started. So the opening credits are loaded with shaky and disturbing imagery of like x-rays, dolls, close-ups of eyes and teeth, and then the blueprints of, I know you're going to take exception to the word house, John Paul, so I'll say a <laughs> building.
2: You know what's funny is that from Jump, as a kid, I was like, oh, this isn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> too <laughs> much. Already too much. There but is a lot. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. When you see the nails coming out of the wall and the string, I'm like, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hello trauma
2: yeah great
0: throughout all of this we hear ominous like organ music and straight up screaming yeah
2: the music's great in this movie No, it's, yeah. it, it really is like really good
0: um but we go into a hole in the wall as the credits end the glory hole okay <laughs> we go into if the glory helps. hole yep. yeah as the credits end
2: you see it's uh the co-producer is terry castle yes william castle's daughter She's actually, I read on Wikipedia that she's working on a prequel to the 1959 classic oh, that she's writing personally.
0: That's huh. cool. So that's
2: kind of interesting. We'll see.
0: So after the credits, we get a shot of a, you guessed it, house on a hill. It's
2: not a house, though. It's a building. It's... <laughs>
0: it. Correct. Yeah.
2: <laughs> In the original, it was a house, but they're like, mm, no, we'll make it an, <laughs> an asylum.
0: <laughs> well, to that, yeah. Inside, we see that it's an asylum. And orderly goes into an office, clocks in, puts on some music, sharpens the hell out of some pencils. and very then,
2: fast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were the sharpest yeah, pencils that- I've Pepper. ever seen.
0: <laughs> and then uh, gets to work.
2: Did you see that the orderly is played by the screenwriter, Dick Beeb?
0: I did. That's hilarious.
2: <laughs> nice little cameo. That's funny.
0: We see Dr. Vanekit, played by Jeffrey Combs, performing, we'll call it surgery,
2: yeah. <laughs> on
0: a very unanesthetized patient.
2: Firstly, love Jeffrey Combs. I just oh, have no. to call that out. Yes. He was in Reanimator and From Beyond with my wife Barbara oh, Crampton. Lord. Now,
0: <laughs> I knew you'd find a way to show her in here. It's
2: been 34 episodes, I believe, <laughs> and I have not mentioned Barbara Crampton once, so I had to. There there it is.
0: Anyway, a nurse assists Dr. Vanekat as another nurse films with this like old-timey mm-hmm. crank
2: camera.
3: Camera, yeah. yeah.
0: We see Dr. Vanekep cut very deeply into the patient's (laughs) stomach and blood spills out and the patient is just screaming because fucking of course he is. No Uh,
2: anesthetic. No. Are you a real doctor, man?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly on the skylight above, several patients appear and start banging on the glass. The quote unquote surgical team Mm -hmm. looks up. The orderly that we saw at the beginning is continuing to work and he notices a patient watching him through the partition to the office but he just ignores her.
2: I don't understand why this isn't a cause for concern. I think it's like the
1: window for pill line or something. Oh, that's true. So He's he's like, you already had
0: your pills. Chill. (laughs) The camera turns, though, to a front view of the orderly, and we see numerous patients standing outside the glass wall of the office behind him. The orderly turns around just in time for the patients to break the glass and rush in. They grab him, and one of the patients grabs the freshly sharpened pencils and stabs him right through his neck.
2: It looks great. It yeah, really they does. that dude up. Maybe. Yeah, like, they you know, did. I was like, Holy
0: yes! <laughs>
2: it's like those pencils are long. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go all the way through and then stick out, and it's like four of them. No, yeah. it's that. Why did he sharpen so many? He
0: was like, "I got a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Gonna burn through these babies." <laughs>
0: More patients burst in on Vaneket and his crew. They grab him and move him away from the operating table while they free the patient, who now has no blood on him. But, you know, whatever.
2: <laughs> you all right, man? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Giant gears begin to move, initiating a lockdown for the asylum. Everything is chaos. There's fire in the hallway. A patient is straight up drowning a nurse in the bathtub. hmm they whoop Vannecket's ass and they <laughs> yeah. carry him away. Hey, from
2: what we've seen, they had good reason. Oh, yeah. absolutely.
0: We see someone pick up the dropped camera and it fades to black. The next thing we see is the patient that picked up the camera begin filming, and we see through the black and white footage that they're now performing very unanesthetized surgery on Dr. Vannecket. <laughs> But when he
2: first picks up the camera, it's on him, and it's like, what these buttons do? (laughs) (laughs) And then he finally, oh, you turn, okay, cool. You turn it around. It's not that hard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This footage gives way to a show, terrifying but true, hosted by Peter Graves. He reveals that all but five were killed in the fire. We see bodies under sheets. It's like very maybe too much. Well, um, on the footage, yeah.
2: excuse me, but you saw some titties. You
0: did. <laughs> and I don't think that's going I don't think that's going to
2: play well on network uh, television. Not on TV. Peter Graves didn't. Peter Graves is like, "Holy
0: shit." <laughs> but the hospital is finally revealed to be the Vaniket Psychiatric Institute for the Criminally Insane. We see the burned and charred bodies as Peter Graves says that Dr. Vannegut was a surgeon gone mad. The reel gives way to Peter Graves, who further explains that although he is not well known, he is likely the most prolific mass murderer of the century. He says he out butchered Bundy and he made Manson look meek, which I, I, do, <laughs> I do appreciate the alliteration. I think that's him. the only reason he
2: did that, because I mean, Manson, we don't have to get into this. You know what I think. I do. I do. Yes. Um,
0: anyway... <laughs> He says that the building is now restored and sits as the house on Haunted Hill, empty except for maybe the spirits of Vanneket and his victims.
2: Why this big-ass building for an asylum? I don't
0: know. It does not
2: work at all. How many levels? Yeah, it looks kind of of more like a Batman house or something. (laughs) It really does. And for them to call it a house now... Yeah, that's... Because I
0: mean, it wasn't It, it wasn't was a house. never a house. No.
1: I would love to have a giant house like that. Oh, of that, course. But not. But not
0: with the colorful history. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we see Evelyn, played by Famke Jansen, watching this show from her bubble bath as she drinks a Bloody Mary. <laughs> She's just living the life. Oh, oh right? yeah. Good it's for her. It's Jean Grey. Hey. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I love her. Oh, yeah. Um, but she picks up her phone. The next thing we see is a sign for a grand opening for a new ride by Stephen Price at price amusement park we pan down to see stephen price himself played by jeffrey rush answer his cell phone be very dismissive and mm-hmm. then hang up now <laughs> i do want to touch on his appearance for a moment yes <laughs> because he looks like he's doing a vincent price right he Russian. really does um
1: well i thought that's what he was doing well listen like, that's what he was going right for. Yeah, yeah, yeah listen
0: He's just supposed to be a regular businessman in the script, like Mm -hmm. no, you know, just a regular dude. Yeah. So Jeffrey Rush is like, I want to look like John Waters, (laughs) so he (laughs) he does the mustache or whatever. And William Malone is like, you look just like Vincent Price. He's like, (laughs) it's fine, and they just left it.
2: (laughs) And his name is Price, so it just makes sense.
0: No, yeah, you think it's intentional, but it's like John (laughs) (laughs) John Waters.
2: Part of me saw, you know, his appearance and then the amusement park. And I was like, well, maybe it's a Walt Disney thing. But mm. he, he didn't say anything anti-Semitic.
0: <laughs> so it's <Yeah>. definitely not, <laughs> not, <laughs> that. not Walt Disney. <laughs> but he's being interviewed by a reporter played by Lisa Loeb. <laughs> very random. random yeah and a cameraman played by james marsters from buffy he's spike he yeah. was like what the hell <laughs> but he explains to them that it was his wife that called Well, they were like business or pleasure and he's like neither it's my yeah. wife
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of fucked yeah that sets up their dynamic almost no. immediately oh, absolutely yeah.
0: um but the reporter asked him why this roller coaster is so special because it looks like every other roller coaster, but Price explains that this one starts at the very top, 20 stories up.
2: Doesn't that defeat the purpose of a roller coaster? Like you're the best thing's already done. Like the first thing you do. Right?
1: I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm not getting on it. No, me neither. <laughs> I'm that's, not getting on. It. That's the other thing. I'd I try it. I try it. It you, it does look fun, but
0: uh... <laughs> Well, they get inside an elevator to take them up to the start of the ride. Again, 20 stories yeah. up. Mm-hmm. The reporter asked him about reports that the opening has been delayed due to a nearly fatal accident. But as they're talking, we see out the window that they are just flying up mm-hmm. like it's going super fast.
2: It's pretty tough. And I'm sorry, but isn't she standing on the grates at this yeah. point? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a rookie mistake. Yeah. Even in like the Walmart parking lot nope. where it's like a <laughs> yeah. five foot drop. I'm like, nope,
0: absolutely not, not doing that. But Price assures her that everything is 100% safe. As soon as he finishes saying this, the elevator begins to creak, and the cameraman gets very nervous. Yeah. Price says that it's just growing pains, and 15 years, their company has never lost a single customer. But the elevator jerks, and Price starts to look nervous, and repeatedly hits the alarm button on <laughs> like the control <laughs> panel. He says that even if anything did happen, there's a safety cable that keeps the cab from just... At that moment, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. through
0: the skylight, we see the safety cable snap and they begin to plummet. They all panic, especially the camera. <laughs> uh,
1: why was he jumping up and down? He know. was Dude. like clapping his hands or he was like oh, oh, God. God.
0: <laughs> Well, no
2: joke. For some reason, when I was younger, I heard that if you're in an elevator that is falling, if you <laughs> this makes no fucking sense. If you jump immediately before you hit the ground, you're fine. <laughs> Yeah, but he, uh, he was, like, doing jumping
1: jacks in there. <laughs> he was still, getting ready. And they're
2: still free falling. Yeah. The other thing is, as they're falling to their imminent death, the reporter goes, do something. <laughs> do oh, what? Yeah. yeah.
0: We no, are dead. Are you, yeah. yes.
2: <laughs> the, you just watched the safety cable fucking snap, right? <laughs> You're in here with me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but through those grates, we see the ground is coming at them rapidly. Mm-hmm. But just before they hit, their view of the ground gives way to static and a logo for the park telling them that they've survived and they may now exit the elevator. And Price just smiles. I, I, would, I would be, be very so upset. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I love this shot. Price gets out of the elevator and stands under the roller coaster track, telling them from here on it gets really scary as a roller coaster whips by. Mm.
2: Fantastic. Well, yeah. they had
0: to add the roller coaster digitally. Because they said that if he had really been standing there, the wind from the roller coaster would have blown him right off the platform. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing we see is the reporter and cameraman on the ride, which honestly, as a roller coaster person, it looks awesome. It looks like a lot of fun. It does look fun,
1: <laughs> but I don't know.
2: And Back- they they were clearly on a real roller coaster. Could you imagine that being your acting gig for like the weekend or whatever? Ride on a roller coaster. Yeah, That'd be great. <laughs> And the other thing, though, is that I thought the elevator ride was called Terror Incognita, but the ride is also called Terror Incognita. Yes. So what yeah. is it? A double the ride? The elevator's
0: part of the ride. But the elevator yeah. can
2: only fit like two people.
0: Well. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I don't okay. know. Well, three, I
2: guess, because Price was also. But you know. Yeah.
0: Back on the platform, Price calls Evelyn back and (laughs) congratulates her for hitting a 73 on the 1 to 10 perversity meter. (laughs) (laughs) Back on the roller coaster, they're having a great time, but we see one piece of the track come apart, Final Destination style. And yes, I know Final Destination wasn't out yet, but... (laughs) Next year. Next year. (laughs) Back on the platform, though, Schechter, played by Max Parlish, interrupts Price to tell him that there's a problem we're like, oh, shit.
2: Just these shots of the roller coaster track and them mm-hmm. on the roller coaster. Before anything breaks or anything was giving me anxiety. Well, yeah, This time yes, I watched it.
0: As yes, you know. Not even yeah. as a child. You're but, like, this isn't going to go. Oh, no. After he tells Price that there's a problem, we see an entire car fly off <laughs> of the tracks. The cameraman is frantic. again, <laughs> But the track mends itself before their car goes over it. On the platform we learned that the problem is that one of the dummy riders kept losing his arm and it's like, okay, everything's fine. And this was part of it.
2: I love the cameraman's reaction to surviving. <laughs> He's like, Oh my God. <laughs> like it's like he just witnessed a miracle.
0: <laughs> well, twice, dude. He thought he was gonna die that twice In I mean, uh-huh. the last ten minutes. He's like, I'm
2: never going on assignment again. <laughs> no. The weird thing to me is do they lose a car every ride? That's what Where I was thinking. Where does it land? Yeah.
0: Was my was my right question. and you like, gotta
2: reset that shit yeah, and yeah. Put it back on the track and And I'm sorry, but if part of your ride is for your ride to break so a car flies off of it, eventually someone's going (laughs) to die. Like, this could work for a while. A car Uh, full of people is going to die.
0: We hear Evelyn screaming for Price before he even gets back on the phone. Once on the phone, he tells her to forget it. We see more dummy passengers being loaded into, I guess, a a death car that's going to fly off. But still in her bath, Evelyn insists that Haunted Hill is where she wants her birthday party this year and that her guest list will be waiting on his desk. The next thing we see is a guest list being shredded. And if that's all that's in his shredder, she had a hell of a long guest list.
2: (laughs) My question is, if it's her party, why are you picking the guests? Because
0: he's an asshole. Well, that's just But then she's going to show me, these are your friends. (laughs) As Marilyn Manson's cover of Sweet Dreams Are Made of This begins to play, Price gets an address book and starts making his own guest list.
2: (laughs) A much more timely use of Sweet Dreams than Trick or Treat,
0: (laughs) I will say. Someone comes in to tell him that he's needed and he shuts down his program and leaves. But after he's gone, the program opens itself back up, (laughs) deletes his guest list and begins typing its own. We'll talk more later. Right.
2: Did you see one of the people on the guest list was WH Malone?
0: Yes. The director. <laughs>
1: exactly. Did you see the shadow that went in front of the camera when it zoomed in? No. <laughs> <laughs> that looked so funny. I was like, oh, something's gonna happen and then a the shadow just Is that the ghost? Or? I don't know. Or oh, the camera. Or I was gonna say,
0: <laughs> or the crew. That's, that's true. The next thing we see as the music continues to play is a series of limos driving down a winding road. Jennifer Jensen, played by Allie Larder, sits in the back of one. She opens up an invitation that would make Patrick Bateman very proud. It's gorgeous. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. It's a gorgeous invitation. It says, Stephen Price commands you to attend a celebration for Evelyn Stockard Price. And Jennifer looks very excited. hmm we see that the invitation goes into further detail, terror, humiliation, perhaps even murder, as Melissa Marr, played by Bridget Wilson, reads in her limo. As Donald Blackburn, played by Peter Gallagher, reads his, we see that there is an offer for one million dollars for those who survive the night.
2: Yeah, it's fucking Sandy Cohen from uh...
0: <laughs> Sandy. Cohen. Yeah.
2: Keep in mind that he was reading an invitation.
0: Son of a bitch. Okay.
2: The other thing, though, is that this shot of these limos was mm-hmm. basically lifted from the original. Oh, wow. And yeah. it was, I mean, very, very close with them coming around. It a looks bend. really cool. Yeah, and yeah. I love it. Yeah. And it just shows the director cares about yeah. the source. Exactly. Yeah. And I like that.
0: Eddie Baker, played by Taye Diggs, finishes reading The Invitation that says, Inside the walls of the house on Haunted Hill. The five limos make their way to the gate where Watson Pritchett, played by Chris Kattan, is waiting. Which it's... Such random casting because this was like the SNL days, (laughs) right? Uh, But he's so good. I thought he was really great in this. He's fantastic. Like surprisingly great in this.
2: I remember when I was a kid, he was kind of the saving grace for me because he's obviously the comic relief. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, well, he's hilarious. So
0: (laughs) I'm fine. As long as he's here,
2: (laughs) yes, I'm fine. It's going to be okay.
0: He's waiting for them and he tells them all to stop and get out. He demands that they hurry up and move quickly. No, Nobody's listening to him, no. which is a recurring theme, but <laughs> the driveway is out. How? And they're gonna have to walk.
1: How's a driveway I out? Don't I, don't ne- I never yeah. even thought about that. The are just like halfway
2: open. Yeah. Like, we gotta walk from here. No. Why? Okay. <laughs> Why? Is there construction? <laughs> is there... It's a driveway. It's yeah, not an escalator. Yes. And even then, that's just stairs.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. Mitch
2: Hedberg, I believe. <laughs>
0: He introduces himself as the owner of the house. Melissa, armed with a camera, asks if this dump is really haunted. Pritchett replies with, yeah, it's pretty scary. (laughs) Eddie asks Pritchett why Price invited them when he's never even heard of him. Pritchett says he doesn't know he'd never heard of him either until he rented the house.
2: So again, we watched the guest list get deleted, Mm -hmm. a new one written. Mm -hmm. When did the ghosts get their addresses?
0: Listen, <laughs> is this just one of those things we don't? It's just you can't look just too fun, Okay, yeah. just have fun. <laughs> just enjoy yourself. Oh, all okay, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> Jennifer asks if the million dollar prize is real. And again, he does not know. Pritchett, stop wow. asking questions. He's not part of this. No, he's frantically trying to get them inside. And as he's trying to get his flashlight to work, the lights in the house come on. They finally make it up to the house and we see that it is fucking huge.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: They enter and the inside is calm. There's like tables and stuff set up. But they realize that they are the party and no one else is here except for maybe the prices and they don't even know where they are. Melissa notices some disturbing stained glass of faces, kind of. Yeah. (laughs) In the ceiling and Blackburn chalks it up to... Prices bullshit. Which why are you so? Yeah. What's the animosity? Yeah,
2: considering nobody else even really knows who Price we is. We haven't
0: even met him no. yet.
2: Yeah. Just more of prices. I didn't, yeah, I didn't
0: even think about that. The fuck yeah, are you told? Think why about, are you so yeah, mad? Yeah,
2: and I'm sorry, but it's stained glass. Why? I how is it, it bullshit? Good. I'm just so
0: confused.
1: <laughs> I thought it looked cool. I mean, it's, was, yeah. it's cool. It's I mean, creepy. I
0: would
2: not want it in my house.
0: Absolutely not. But
1: really? No. <laughs> Guess I got a return as <laughs> stained glass. Or... I
0: have a call to me. Merry <laughs> Christmas because not anymore. But Pritchett corrects Blackburn. It's called Driving the Demons from the Mind and it's always been there. It inspired Dr. Vannekeet. He says it used to scare him as a kid, but not now, which is clearly not yeah, true. Yeah, I
2: don't believe him at all.
0: <laughs> as Jennifer travels further into the house. Pritchett calls for Price and makes it clear that he does not intend to go any further than the doorway that he's currently standing in.
1: Yeah, he's not trying to he's stay not here for at it. all. No. no. He's...
0: Melissa says that this place is gold, and if she can get something bizarre enough on camera, she can get herself a wackiest home videos type gig, which that's a reach. But... Yeah. <laughs> that's How a, is, just is it wacky for? if you're trying it's to get a ghost or something? <laughs> She says she used to have a TV show and is desperate to get back in. And Jennifer makes a catty jab that her trailer park is showing.
2: Did, well, with I what mean, she says. It, no, it's fair. She straight up she goes, I'm hoping to, quote, earn or fuck my way back <laughs> yeah. in. Now, I respect <laughs> her honesty. Yeah. yeah, all right. But geez, what? you don't know these people.
0: <laughs> we just. Well, met. she's
2: trying to get to know
0: them. She's <laughs> like, does anybody Do know you have or, connections? a
2: producer or.
0: But Eddie says that by the end of the night, they're all going to be hacked up. I mean, like, kidding.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: funny. But just then, Evelyn enters, drops her suitcase, and looks around and goes, who the fuck are all of you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the only appropriate reaction. Yes.
0: But suddenly, the stained glass that they were just looking at breaks and falls in. Everyone hits the deck except for Evelyn. Eddie tackles her onto a table <laughs> to get her away from the falling glass, but a giant shard lands right next to her face.
2: He tackles her onto the table that was literally right in front of her. <laughs> he's not helping
1: at all. Not only that, that glass was already damn near to the floor by the time he
3: took her down. <laughs> he's like, yeah, oh, really no. honestly, yeah.
2: Well, I think, honestly, I think he's a little bit of a creep because I think he just wanted to touch her because... When she walked in, he gulped like a fucking cartoon. (laughs) It's like, yes, she's very (laughs) attractive. We understand.
0: Now, Famke Jansen insisted on doing that stunt where she's laying on the table and then the glass shard falls. Oh, shit. And that she's really I mean, that's that's Mm -hmm. legit. That's practical. And they told her that she had to be very still and not move at all. But the impact (laughs) of the glass shard landing was still enough to bounce her head off of the table, God and you damn. can see it.
2: Was this filmed in the 70s? But <laughs> <No.
0: laughs>
1: You don't have to do this. Yeah. I want to. Jeez, Delicious. Tom Cruise.
2: Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> but she has a cut on her face, but she's otherwise fine. She tells Eddie to get off of her and calls him a pervert, to echo your sentiment. Yes. <laughs> Price appears at the very top of the stairs and congratulates Eddie, because Evelyn has never said that to anyone with testicles. How long have you
2: been standing there, Steve? <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: Did he just, just watch the glass fall? <laughs> when Eddie says that she was nearly killed, Evelyn tells Price that he'll have to try harder next time. He tells her that it wasn't him, it was the house. It's marked her to be the first to die.
2: Why are they married? <laughs> no, no shit, huh? Like I've, I was asking myself that so many times this entire movie.
0: But he asked Pritchett, which I think is really not cool, isn't that how your father and grandfather died?
1: Yeah, that was kind (laughs) of fucked up.
0: But Pritchett clarifies that his grandfather did build this place, but he died in his sleep in Miami. His father, though, was killed here in a construction accident, but he's fine and he would like to be paid now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Reminding. yeah, Come on.
0: (laughs) Price completely ignores this and says, let the games begin. But Price and Evelyn's banter is... Clearly making everyone uncomfortable they go upstairs to talk and Price tells everyone they'll be back shortly and to just relax and have a drink inside a control room, Schechter is gulping down coffee, eating a sandwich and monitoring surveillance cameras, well he, You're he about gulps he down s- the coffee the- he
2: picks up a piece of pizza, smells it throws it away, grabs a sandwich, takes a bite he, there's also a thing of cigarettes there it's like yes there's- we get it, he's busy <laughs>
1: I was like, is this dude surrounded by sandwiches? What
0: the
2: fuck? I like, don't, how just... long did you expect to be here? Yeah. <laughs> <But I'm> here for <laughs> the night.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he had to set everything up. But he's monitoring surveillance cameras, and we see Price and Evelyn in a bedroom. Evelyn demanding to know what happened to her guest list, which, yeah. 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 Um, but he says he shredded it. <laughs> and he thought it would be more fun with a group of people who would do anything for money. So people like her. She tells him, and this may be the first time I ever heard the word fucking crammed in between an existing (laughs) word, but she says, congratulations, you win. But he admits that the people downstairs are not the people that he invited, and then accuses her of hacking into his computer, and when she denies it, he says, who was it then, ghosts?
2: Well... It's a little on the yeah, nose here.
0: <laughs>
2: The other thing about congratulations, because we cannot just move past that. Um, <laughs> that does not work at all. It should have stayed in the first draft.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. It made it all no. the way. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she tells Price that if he loved her, he would find a way to drop dead in the next three seconds. And then he details at least two instances in which she literally tried to kill him. Again, why are they married? <laughs> she casually says they were accidents until proven otherwise. He accuses her of sleeping with everyone in their zip code, and she accuses him of being gay for the second time since they've been in the house. Yeah, I was like, wow, this is
2: an odd character yeah. thing. <laughs> no,
0: I don't understand.
2: She's also homophobic. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: just jot that down. Add that to the list. <laughs> he pulls her hair and she bites him. You know, like couple stuff. Um <laughs> He tells her to come back down to the party and she says it's his party now. She's going to call a cab. We get a quick shot of Schecter still watching them.
2: Well, Schecter likes to watch. That's number one. (laughs) I can't believe he set up cameras in the bedroom. That's number two. Yeah,
0: I thought that too. I was like Like, super creepy.
2: I don't think uh, Steven knows about that. (laughs) But the other thing is that this conversation and the hair pull and everything ripped straight from the original. Really? Yeah. His wife tried to kill him in that too.
0: Well, she goes, you're hurting me. And he goes, I know.
2: <laughs> like, That's that kind me... of the
0: point. Jeffrey Rush's whole performance in this movie is just aces for me. Yeah, I think he yeah. is so fantastic in this.
2: And you can tell he's having a lot of yes, fun. Yes,
0: I just love it. But Price comes back downstairs for Pritchett to accost him for his money again. As
2: he walks in, you overhear Pritchett saying to Blackburn, how do I know? Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's just ready to go, Well, man. he's been well, clear. I'm yes. not affiliated
0: with this.
1: <laughs> but is like nobody worried that he's acting this way? Yeah. yeah. Like, I would be very
2: like, concerned. He's
1: the caregiver. like, why does he want to leave so why? bad? Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah, why are wow. you trying to get out of here? But
2: this falls in the thing we've been talking about for weeks, If the expert (laughs) is concerned, maybe listen.
0: But Price starts to hand him a check and does the old pullback gag when Pritchett reaches for it. He shows everyone else their million dollar check made out to cash. They get the money as soon as the sun hits tomorrow morning, if they've stayed the entire night and if they're still alive. If you die, your share gets divided up among the survivors. But everyone is free to leave whenever they'd like. (laughs) And Pritchett is is like, I'm ready to leave now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Why is he being so hesitant to give Pritchett his money?
0: I think he wants another competitor.
2: For the money? Mm-hmm.
1: But what kind of, like, let's be real for a second. What kind of contest is that? If you survive, mm-hmm. you get to keep the money.
0: I That what? would make me like, mm. yeah, I mean, and the door was over here. Yeah. So
2: you, <laughs> you guys wouldn't stay?
0: No, oh, no, I wouldn't have gone. Oh, well. No, All right.
2: No. I mean, hey, shit, a million dollars. There's very little I wouldn't do for a million dollars. If I got to survive, look. I mean, ghosts... I'm not going
0: toe to toe with some ghosts.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, at the time, they didn't know that the house... I mean... It's
0: called House on Haunted Hill. <laughs> well, it's I'm even sure in
2: the note. That, yeah. But hey, you know, a million dollars, bring it on, ghosts. Just me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shit.
2: All right. Bring it on, We don't <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, I hang out with, like, some Caspers, but not yeah, these motherfuckers. Not like hey, that. well, we don't know it's here. All right. Ooh, yeah. Although the history
2: is not great. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah it's, it's colorful. Colorful. Yeah. Price finally stops to sign Pritchett's check and asks everybody's names. They all introduce themselves and we learn their jobs. Blackburn is a doctor. Melissa is a self-proclaimed celebrity. Eddie is an ex-pro baseball player and Jennifer is an executive VP for a film company. Price says he's never heard of any of them and when they ask how he made the guest list, he says he's sure the unexplainable will explain herself Mm. before too long. Pritchett finally snaps and demands his money. (laughs) (laughs) who's <laughs> like, God so, damn, dude. It's so funny, though. He's, <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, Excuse me. Where's my goddamn money? He, it's so he funny, mad. dude. He has every right to be. No, he yeah. He's been chill this whole time. Yeah. That's not working. No. Price offers him a chance at a million dollars to stay, but he's still not having it. Which to me would be like, I guess. This dude yeah. is yeah. serious.
2: Unless you think he's a plant.
0: Maybe. Um,
2: he hired Chris Catan from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. To <laughs> <laughs>
0: but he snatches his check and makes for the door. The gears begin to grind like at the beginning as the house goes into lockdown, excuse me, as the building goes into lockdown. (laughs) All of the windows and doors begin to close with metal plates. Pritchett runs and slides for the front door only for it to shut on him, leaving him trapped inside. He hits the door and then tries to find another exit as the lockdown finishes. Melissa takes out her camera after the lockdown finishes saying that this is inter tainment which is another fucking just, sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Does the
2: writer just have one speed? <laughs> I know. <laughs> they just put this word everywhere. Pepper it in.
0: Price looks like he doesn't know what's happening. Eddie tries to move a metal plate and it doesn't budge. Pritchett has cut his hands on a window trying to get to the metal plate on the other side. He explains that the house has gone into lockdown, that that's how everyone burned alive in 1931. Dr. Vaniket activated it because if he was going to die, they were all going to die. The only people who survived were five sadists from Vaniket's staff.
2: Why is he going ham on the glass windows when he's the only one that knows there's no way out?
0: Desperation. Yeah. All right. <laughs>
3: I know i
0: I'd, I'd be, be, I'd be f- fucking freaking it. Oh, yeah. freaking out. Doing anything. If I knew again. what
1: was going on and nobody wanted to listen and then the house closed by itself, I'd closed by itself.
2: Well it did.
0: He says that disabling the lockdown was on his dad's to do list, but the house got him first. When Eddie reminds him that he told them that his father's death was an accident, Pritchett replies simply, I lied. The house is alive. We're all gonna die. Comforting. Yeah. There aren't any working phones to call for help. And when their cell phones don't work, Price blames it on the metal plates. But Pritchett says, it's not the plates, it's the house. (laughs) Blackburn pours vodka on his hands to clean them.
2: (laughs) I I love how he uses none of his medical knowledge here. Get some vodka on his hands. I've seen this on a movie.
0: But Pritchett says that the cleaning crew is supposed to be there at 9.30 in the morning, but they will all be mutilated beyond recognition by then. And even if that's the case, how's the cleaning crew supposed to get in?
2: <laughs> I don't oh know. yeah. I, I mean. Know. I don't know. yeah, They're just knocking. What the fuck? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Hello. Yeah. We still gonna get paid? <laughs> Jennifer says that she thinks this is a joke to try to scare them out of their chance at the money. And Evelyn comes downstairs agreeing and telling Price to take a bow because he even scared her. Even Blackburn tells him to open the place up, but he says he's not the one who closed it. Thanks to Evelyn describing his career of scaring kids, they finally recognize him as the Stephen Price from Price Amusement Parks. Pritchett says the control room is in the basement, but they're not going to want to go down there because it's a maze. Jennifer and Eddie volunteer to go, and she tells him that either he shows them where the control room is, or they're all definitely spending the night here, and then he finally relents.
2: Look, if those are my choices, I'm spending the night here. Like I'm not
0: going into that fucking basement. She gets so mad at him just immediately. And has no, no idea. don't want yeah. to go down.
1: And there. has no idea what he's no. seen there, what he's heard, what he's nothing. She just gets all pissed off.
2: No,
0: just immediately. And
2: it's just odd because she seemed so timid before. Yeah. yeah. But now she's like, bridget I will fuck you up if you don't." It's like what? But no, I would just crash out on the couch until oh, morning. Oh no, yeah. yeah. If We're I, staying I go here. Go fucking yeah. around in there. No.
0: Evelyn warns Jennifer that Price probably has scares set up everywhere and she should bring something to protect herself. She turns to Price and tells him to break out the party favors. She already knows it's coming because this is the same setup he used in 1994 for the son of Sam hunt, which I don't know what that <laughs> really is.
2: Have- but <laughs> They have fun. They yeah. do. It- <laughs> Apparently,
0: he has fun. Yeah. Our attention is now drawn to a coffin sitting on the other side of the room. They take off the lid and among dry ice are six tiny coffins. Each contains a gun, each with its clip welded shut. When Evelyn asks how she's supposed to know if her gun is loaded, Price says he can only think of one way. And then she points the gun at his head. (laughs)
2: everyone else is like we don't want to see this no (laughs)
0: everyone is so uncomfortable will you just
2: go to counseling (laughs) (laughs) jesus
0: or not be around people those are your two choices she finally lowers the gun and tries to give it to jennifer but jennifer doesn't want it eddie takes it and they leave for the basement price excuses himself to the restroom Mm -hmm.
2: doesn't she call jennifer the virgin
0: Yeah. Like, what the oh, fuck? Yeah. Why, why do you what suck that, so uh... bad? She really does. <laughs> and she only gets worse.
2: Yeah. Um, the coffin setup is really neat, though. It is. Uh-huh. I will say. It is. It was a much more subdued version in the original. It was just the tiny coffins on a table. But I love this dry ice. Yeah. The bigger coffin. Mm-hmm. It's just it, really it cool. Just,
0: aesthetically, it's really cool.
2: That would be a good point to just call out how cool the set design is yes. on this film. Mm-hmm. Because everything is so kind of on the nose spooky yes it's just fantastic
1: and i noticed not all of them grab a gun but no?
2: i would have taken two <laughs> i
1: <laughs> like know you don't want yours? <laughs> I, yeah i know there's ghosts but you're not a ghost so. yeah
2: and he straight up said that it will be divvied up i would think that someone was going to try to
0: yeah. murder me yeah. yeah
2: even if you don't like a gun just
1: take one. just take one yeah <laughs>
0: jennifer eddie and a very negative and sarcastic pritchett head down into the dark and cobwebbed basement pritchett flips this ancient switch and lights come on to reveal a glass <laughs> container of what appears to be very old corpses
1: mm, it's like ripley's believe
2: it or not stuff in there.
0: So. <laughs> one though is a baby and the other one is an adult riding on the corpse of a horse <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. so it was riding it. I thought it was a centaur. No.
0: Oh, shit. No, you you, might, I, think, I don't no, know. I think dude. you're right,
2: because I think his legs were dangling, unless centaurs have six legs, no. which I don't think they do.
0: <laughs> I don't know. But Pritchett is like, oh, yeah, those things.
2: How could I forget?
0: <laughs> they continue further in, and Eddie pulls Jennifer back just as a beam from the ceiling falls. Shaken, she gives her flashlight to Pritchett and just tells him to show them where to go. And Eddie is just... I don't know. (laughs) There's like this low key flirting, I guess, happening Uh between him and Jennifer. But like when they enter the basement, she has, she takes out a flashlight and he's like, oh, you're pretty handy. It's like, it's It's a (laughs)
2: flashlight. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't build it. Stop trying
0: to make fetch happen. Like, just don't stop forcing it.
2: The other thing though, is I feel like he borders on a stereotype a lot like whenever they walked into the house he's like it's a spooky house yo and then later they're in the fucking basement and he's when the thing falls he goes damn it's like what the fuck is this it's very clearly
0: not you know
2: yeah. it's, it's very much it's very 90s let's just put it that way where they only knew how to write one type of black character yes
0: but our view of them turns into surveillance footage as we see schecter happily watching them which like they put cameras down there
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. For where it transitioned into that camera, the camera would have to be in their fucking faces.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like right in the middle of the
2: hallway. But they just they would have had to walk past it.
0: They're like, is that a ghost?
2: (laughs) Bridget's like, oh, that's always been here.
0: (laughs) But Price comes in and tells him that the lockdown was good, but to warn him next time, Schechter tells Price that he had nothing to do with it. Maybe the system finally just fell apart, but Price is convinced that somehow Evelyn did it.
2: This is the worst couple ever. <laughs>
0: <Really>? <laughs> Back in the basement, Pritchett tells them that no changes have been made down here since 1931. Price, somehow ahead of them. Thank you. I did not understand yeah. that at all. He, he was just watching was... them from the control, but whatever. Um, <laughs> somehow ahead of them, he steps into their path and scares them. Eddie says that that's a real good way to get your head blown off. And Price quips that he'll recommend it to Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> I like, God damn, dude. Jennifer notices a door behind a hole and a brick wall and asks what's in there if they went through the trouble of sealing it up. Pritchett says that he's never been in there they just keep going. We go through the broken wall and zoom in on the door that appears to have blood and worms on it.
2: (laughs) I saw this. I was like, okay, so the blood has fingers. Cool. (laughs)
0: Like, what the fuck?
2: That was a choice. What
0: else? They come to an electroshock therapy room. And Pritchett tells them that Vaneket liked to zap his patients in multiples of 18. Cool. What? (laughs) (laughs) Again. Sure, pal. (laughs) (laughs) At Pritchett's insistence, they leave, but Price turns around for one last look before following them. Pritchett realizes that they've gone the wrong way when they reach the saturation chamber. He explains to Price that this was Vannecke's treatment for schizophrenia. Now, I have to d- disagree with yeah, this. Not... One. <laughs> take a hard stance against this, but uh, second opinion. Yeah, they would bombard the patient with noise and images inside the chamber with the rationale that what would make a sane man mad would make a madman sane. Great line. <laughs> but but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> logistically, <laughs> Eddie and Jennifer take a few steps out into the hall and turn back to find Price and Pritchett completely gone. I don't understand how no, the group split up. there's not another way out of this room. No.
1: Yeah. I, I thought that, too. I was like, how long did you guys walk before you didn't... It's two seconds. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then
2: you see them like a second later. Yeah, we
0: see Price and Pritchett walking right. down another hall completely fine. But
2: So it's like, how did you split?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it makes it scarier. Oh, well, hmm. Jennifer and Eddie come to a room, and when Jennifer sees exposed wiring... <laughs> High up on a wall, she asks Eddie to help her get up there. He pulls over a gurney and helps her up, copping a feel as he does so. I'm just like, What? <laughs> fucking seriously, dude?
2: He is a pervert. <laughs> Evelyn was right.
0: Yeah. She starts to scold him, but she just lets it slide.
2: Well, she turns around and she's like, Hey, well Buster, or whatever she <laughs> fucking does. <laughs> and then he's like,
0: What? what? <laughs> She's and she like, laughs. She's like, right. "LOL."
2: He groped me. Like, what <laughs> it's the? It's fine. Fuck? <laughs> it's so weird.
0: But she sticks her hand in the wall and fixes the wiring, giving them a little bit more light. He helps her down, saying, "That's the most fun he's had all day." It's like you're gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that like, I guess there's some attraction between them. Like I said, there's been low key flirting. That would stop everything dead in its tracks for me.
2: What? would mean, like what? So groping me was yeah. like the coolest. The coolest. <laughs> this
0: is dead. Like, it was the coolest. <laughs> totally awesome, dude.
1: Yeah. Like, I, you're you're a creep. I, yeah. Put her hands in in that wire. That's what I'm worried about. Uh, yeah. This wires are no, alive. She, yes, she yeah, sure did. And you put your hands in there to fix some. She shit. sure like, did. Nothing. I,
2: yeah. Like nothing. No, yeah. I don't no. care how good you are at this. Yeah. That's never a good idea. No. Yeah. Just to blindly <laughs> no, reach into a hole.
0: But they continue walking and he asks her who she really is. She tells him Jennifer Jensen, and he stops her and says that she's lying because no executive could rewire a building. Now that's a bit of a lie. Calm
2: down. <laughs> that, that's the weakest cause for speculation ever. Yes. But I, I will say that she totally gives herself up by saying her full name oh, I'm and title, <laughs> executive VP. Yeah. Like, I've never, I would never say that if somebody <laughs> asked me. Oh, I'm I'm Travis Matthew William Hunter. I'm a writer, or like, whatever. No, no, no. <laughs>
0: I think the proper answer would be, what do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs> she, will, she goes, you mean deep down inside? Yeah, I was <laughs> like, what? What the
2: fuck? You a therapist?
0: <laughs> anyway, she dodges the question and keeps walking, but he hears the sound and doesn't continue walking with her. She admits he's right. Her name is Sarah, and she's the real Jennifer Jensen's assistant. She begs him not to tell anyone because she's jobless now and could really use the money.
2: So keep those two things in mind. She's walking alone, basically talking to herself saying that, and she said to keep it a secret. yes (laughs) (laughs) yes <laughs> <laughs> so, so keep those
1: two things but in mind but she walks for a while yeah she does. before like the silence doesn't like you can't even hear their footsteps
2: no so
1: wouldn't you no. be like wait a
2: minute and there's no moment like any conversation i've ever had there's hmm yeah
1: there's at least a
0: mumble or a right?
1: groan or something there's nothing
2: nothing
0: all right god damn it i knew it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he should be proud he yes. him. Yeah. But she finally does realize that he's not with her, and she sees someone walk past a doorway and follows, calling after Eddie. Which I don't know how he would have gotten over there. Nope. She then sees him standing (laughs) ominously in (laughs) a doorway, and she runs after him, chasing him from room to room and calling his name. She enters another room and sees someone shaking wildly behind a gate, but then they're just gone. She finally sees Eddie standing precariously over a vat of dark liquid. Uh, he looks at her before dropping in. She rushes over and reaches in with both hands. She's very, yeah. just, fuck <laughs> it. Um, stick my hands in wires, yeah. stick my hands in blood.
2: She um, hates her hands. She hates
0: her hands. <laughs>
2: her hands, it's film is directed by Mike Flanagan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he hates hands. But she's struggling to pull him out. We suddenly hear, What the hell are you doing? And see Eddie standing in the doorway.
2: Okay, so I just want to say very quickly, before you ran in, you just watched him go in all Flappy Bird.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: And then he dives into this thing. Mm-hmm. This might be unpopular. Buy Eddie. Let him die. I don't like- uh, if You just met the guy, too. Yeah. That's an extra million dollars. <laughs> and he grabbed your ass. So fuck that dude.
0: Disrespectful. Right? Sorry. At this realization, the thing that's in the vat tries to pull Sarah in. She struggles with it before finally freeing herself and crying.
2: I just want to point out that Eddie walks in, but does not help her at all.
0: Not at all. (laughs) He's like, well, shit.
2: See, now he's thinking right. He's like, well, if she gets pulled in. uh, (laughs) Are you okay (laughs) over (laughs) there? She'll free herself. It's fine.
0: (laughs) They come back up to the main floor. Sarah with blood all over her. And Evelyn says that the games have begun. Sarah says that someone tried to drown her in a tank of blood. And of course, Evelyn blames Price.
2: There's another moment of bad writing, though, when she says...
0: The size of a Buick? (laughs) Yeah,
2: a little too specific for my taste. And who would choose a Buick of all the makes and models? I just, I don't trust it.
0: But Price and Pritchett come in and Price says it wasn't him. He's been with Pritchett this entire time looking for a master control that doesn't seem to exist. Pritchett tells them that what they went through was nothing. They've just been playing around with the ghost. Wait until someone lets the darkness out. It's the evil at the core of the house that's going to kill them. Death by corrosion.
2: He's like, you'll hate that shit. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want that shit. Yeah, So funny.
0: Blackburn says that they can either stay the night or look for a way out. And Price says that either way, they just need to stick together. Evelyn points out that someone needs to get Melissa then, which it's like, oh shit, she's not here. Yeah. Yeah. The next thing we see is Melissa walking down into the basement by herself. That she, lady's brave. Yeah, bro. she is. Brave or stupid, or yeah. both. A little bit of both. <laughs> she happily records the bodies that we saw in the glass, and as she goes further in, we see something invisible whip past her. Yeah.
2: She's recording those bodies. She's like, oh, Bob Saget's gonna right. love this He's shit. gonna <laughs>
0: love this.
2: It was still the 90s, so... I- <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> she continues to go further into the basement, still recording, She comes to a room and through her camera, we see the surgery that we saw at the beginning. Oh, yeah. (laughs) When she lowers her camera, there's nothing there. She raises it and we see them again, only now they take notice of her and turn toward the camera. It is terrifying. No, oh, yeah. it's haunting.
2: The only mistake though, is that you can see the footage move before she actually dips yeah. the camera down. Oh man. <laughs> so it was just poorly timed. Too, yeah. You're like, oh man, this is so good. It's a great moment. <laughs> so close. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Oh, no. That would be some scary
0: oh, shit. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh man, I'd be gone. That's I'd when be you be fucking gone. Yeah. Oh my God. But she turns around to see a figure standing in a doorway behind her. It rushes toward her and shakes its malformed and eyeless head as it screams. Terrifying. Mm
2: -hmm. So this is just a bunch of bad decisions, one after the other, Mm -hmm. on her part. Don't go down there alone. Yes, that's number one. Yes, Uh, run away if you see that shit in your camera, and you know, don't let the haunted mask run up on your spot. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Most importantly, yeah but we see horrifying and disjointed images and Melissa's hair is blown back as she screams and then she's just gone with her (laughs) screams echoing down the halls. On the main floor, they hear her and Evelyn says it sounds like Melissa found what she was looking for. Sarah and Eddie go to investigate and Price follows, which I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not fucking, after the the vat of blood situation, I'm not going back in that fucking uh -uh. basement.
2: Haven't you seen enough? Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What more do you want? Yeah. But we get this funny moment after they leave when Pritchett says that she's definitely dead and she was cute too and he would have loved to have gotten laid before he died. <laughs> then he looks at Evelyn and says, how are you doing yeah, tonight?
2: Right.
0: I respect it.
2: He tried it. He shot, he shot his shot I love his him. character. Yes. Like <laughs> and he didn't go around there and grab her ass like, yeah, fucking, he just like Eddie like anywhere. Uh? He gave yeah. it the old
0: college try. Exactly. Well,
2: they're gonna die. He's like, Why <laughs> not?
0: <laughs> you clearly hate your husband. Yeah. <laughs> In the basement, Price, Sarah, Eddie, and Blackburn find Melissa's camera broken on the floor in a pool of blood. Sarah picks it up, and Eddie notices a trail of blood that just seems to stop. Eddie says she couldn't have just disappeared into thin air. But Sarah notices the blood trail going up the wall, across the ceiling, and inexplicably stopping when the ceiling meets the wall. (sighs) She says, not air, into the house. Now, I do want to say that this is the moment, besides the freaky imagery, that scared me the most Mm -hmm. when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I would, like, literally be in bed in my bedroom (laughs) looking at the corner of the wall like, that could be me.
2: (laughs) Like, no, it scared the shit out of me. It's a lot, dude. And it's so so abrupt. It just stops.
1: See, I like that a little better than if they would have had like a puddle of blood. Totally heavily agree. Right there. Yeah. Totally agree. Because it's like, Oh yeah, she just vanished. She's
0: it's in not here like now. We
2: stopped right here. Or and like this is where yeah. we killed her. Her fingers yeah. sticking out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good good call.
0: So scary. The next time we see them, they're back upstairs and Eddie says that there has to be some way out of the house. He calls Pritchett, who is still sitting there drinking. And when Pritchett doesn't answer him, he slaps his glass out of his hand and it shatters against the wall. And everyone goes full Sopranos with, oh, (laughs) (laughs) well, it was unnecessary. It was too much. Meanwhile, Sarah has somehow fixed the camera. She's just a whiz. She's great. And she says she's trying to find what Melissa was taping. On the camera, we see the view from its dropped place on the floor, and we see Melissa's bloody hand. It's shaking until it's dragged away as she screams, and then the camera gives way to static. That would be enough for me.
2: Yeah. Although, I don't know if the camera would go to static like that. <laughs> yeah. That was a little...
0: <laughs> the ghost one <went> in it. <laughs>
2: it started like, That's enough. moving around. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Evelyn walks in, applauding and asking Price how he did it. She asked if Melissa helped him stage this or if he actually just killed her. She asked who's next on his list, to which he replies, if I had one, whom do you think? <laughs> Awkward. Yeah.
2: yeah, Dude, if I'm well. everybody else, I'm like, what is this?
1: Right. <laughs> right. This is some kind of weird kinky shit. I don't yeah, want no, no part I of it.
2: I don't yeah. want any part. I'll take the millions, <laughs> but none of that.
0: She says that everyone knows that killing her is the bottom line here, and she's not going to make it easy. Again, she takes out her gun and points it at Price. He says that he would never give her a loaded gun just as she shoots a glass decanter in the bar behind him. Everyone's, you know, shook. <laughs> yeah. She tells everyone that she's retiring to the bedroom for the night. And if someone so much as peeks through the keyhole, she's emptying her gun into their head.
2: Eddie's like, damn.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How did she know that's what I was going to peek through the... <laughs> but they all eye Price suspiciously. And he says that he loaded them on with blanks. And if he was really gonna kill his wife, he wouldn't do it in a locked house full of witnesses.
2: Which fair point, point.
0: B, why are they mad at (laughs) Price?
2: Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I'm the victim here. She tried to shoot me. Me? Uh, Yeah, you guys just seen that. Yes.
0: Eddie tosses the gun across the room to Sarah and they leave to try to find a way out. Blackburn leaves to try to find Melissa and Pritchett leaves to go get more alcohol. (laughs) Price bursts into the control room, demanding to know how Evelyn is pulling this off. He spins Schechter's chair around to reveal Schechter's entire face is gone and his whole cranial cavity has been hollowed out. He stares in horror and then looks up at the monitors. On one screen, we see Dr. Vaniket jerkily walk into frame, look at the camera, shake his head impossibly fast, and then brandish a knife. (laughs) a that, lot yeah that makes his intentions clear
1: <laughs> i like how he they have him moving like the
0: yes. way he was like it's it, unnerving yeah. it is
2: and again at the time never saw anything like that no. in my life so it was horrifying. like a brand new horror yeah. to scare the hell out of me and the ghost voices yeah that mm. are happening at this time oh fantastic God. poor rat boy though
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's just gone man yeah. They were a little more uh, delicate with Melissa, I guess. are
2: nah. <laughs> just like, we're going to scoop this dude's shit out, all right? Like, we're tired of watching him eat sandwiches all night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> On another monitor, Evelyn is lying in her bed asleep. Now, how did she go to sleep so fast? She
2: just went up there. And
0: also, the camera is zoomed in onto the bed. So, like, ew, Schechter. Schechter, you uh... freak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: a little wrong. A little harsh.
0: You hollowed out freak.
2: (laughs) You shouldn't speak ill of the dead, but he was a creep.
0: (laughs) But we see Vaneket jerkily walk off screen and Price leaves the control room. On the main floor, Sarah and Eddie are using a pitchfork. Where did they get that? But they're using a pitchfork to try to pry up the metal plate behind the window that Pritchett broke.
2: The song that's playing is was always cool to me as a kid. <laughs> it's,
0: well, it's like very intense. Yeah. Like a detective. Really? Like, yeah. I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. I don't even
2: know that it fits, honestly. <laughs> it
0: really does But I really like it. But that. it's good. In the basement, Blackburn is calling out and looking for Melissa. On the main floor, Pritchett is still searching for booze. In the bedroom, though, we see that Evelyn is no longer in her bed. Mm-hmm. Price comes downstairs looking for Vaniket. Everyone continues what they're doing until the electricity starts to go crazy. And everyone leaves their area and reconvenes in the basement.
2: It's very convenient because they're always lost, except when the script doesn't want them to be. Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah, because it's a maze, but now it's like, oh, we got yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's
2: like, everybody here? Yeah, okay, cool. Let's, <laughs> Let's go, go find out what that.
0: <laughs> Sarah asks what's happening, and Pritchett is like electroshock like hello this yeah. fucking master electrician <laughs> yeah, right. you know
2: i believe the circuit's being yeah, overloaded right. <laughs> don't you just
0: rewire this place yeah shit they run into the electroshock therapy room to find evelyn strapped to a table and screaming as electricity jolts through her price runs to her and they yell at him not to touch her everyone searches and flips switches as price yells for them to help her they finally flip the right switch and it stops Price goes to her and removes her restraints, and blood just pours out of her mouth. Blackburn checks her pulse, and he's like, no, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Price says that they can get her heart pumping again, but Blackburn says it's just too late. Price kisses Evelyn and cries, telling her he's so sorry. It's, like, sad. It's surprising. Yeah, because the way they've been treating each other no, thus yeah. far. Yeah.
2: Gotta say, though, dying on your birthday, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pritchett says it's the house, and Price says it wasn't. Someone here murdered her. He knows she didn't do it to herself, and he knows he didn't do it, so that leaves one of them. He asks who's going to tell him about the man with the mustache and the lab coat that he's been chasing around. Okay, Hell. no.
2: You saw him on screen shaking like a piece of bacon. <laughs> and you're going to pretend that that was normal? That that was just an actor he's or something?
0: like, no, he's working for yeah. one of
2: you. <laughs> it's like, where is that guy?
0: Pritchett immediately knows that he's talking about Vaniket. Mm-hmm. But Price takes out his gun and demands answers. Sarah takes out her gun and tells Price to put his away. Eddie, though, (sighs) tackles Price, which I guess is just his thing. Yeah. Um, they should have made him an ex like football player.
2: He didn't hit him with a baseball bat. He didn't throw a ball (laughs) at him. Like throw a ball. (laughs) Catch him or you know.
0: But he tackles Price, causing Price's gun to go off eight times before he <laughs> drops it and Eddie proceeds to just kick his ass until yeah, he's knocked his, out.
1: His wife just died. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> like, get his ass.
0: Yeah. Come on. Take this motherfucker yeah. out. No
2: time to grieve. No. No.
0: Oops. Blackburn asks what they're going to do with him. And the next thing we see is Price regaining consciousness as he's being locked in the saturation chamber, which is literally, to me, the worst thing that they could have done to him. First of all,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Second of all, yeah. how dare they put him in there? Yeah. Literally, all he did was try to give you a million dollars. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, fuck this dude. Like,
2: it's unbelievable. And like you said, his wife just died. Yeah. It's like, God are damn, we dude, really dude, doing yeah. this? <laughs> it's a little much. Yeah. Though. Everyone's a villain now. Yes.
0: We see Price screaming and begging to be let out from the window on the door, but we can't hear him. Blackburn, which I would be like, what Mm, the fuck? yeah. Yeah, Blackburn volunteers to stay behind and keep an eye on him. Pritchett makes it clear that he is not down with this before leaving to follow Eddie and Sarah. After they're gone, Blackburn proceeds to taunt Price through the window before flipping on the machine and turning it up. Through cutouts inside the chamber, we see an image of Vaneket slowly going around, which like, how vain was this? (laughs) Dude, he's like,
2: no, me. Also, the other thing about it that really makes me laugh is Vaneket's like, okay, so what could drive a sane man mad at her? Or a mad man sane? Me playing basketball? (laughs) Like of all the things, yeah. he's just dribbling uh, I, it. Like <laughs>
0: It's going to drive him nuts. Yeah. Yes.
2: It's going to fix him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just trust me on this.
0: But Blackburn turns the machine all the way up and says that he has to go now and leaves with the chamber on full blast. Elsewhere in the basement, Sarah and Eddie are lost and stumble upon Dr. Vanekit's office. Eddie opens the door and they go inside. Back at the saturation chamber, Price is swaying on his feet as that image of Vaniket goes <laughs> faster and faster around him. He notices a sign above him that says, In case of severe psychotic disturbance, apply hypercoma filters.
2: What does that mean? I don't know. (laughs) And I wouldn't trust anything here. No,
0: dude. Disoriented, though. (laughs) He grabs the goggles hanging from the sign and puts them on. The images of Vaneket become one cohesive form, bouncing his ball and laughing. (laughs) We zoom into his mouth. Yeah. Now this is when it starts to get a little crazy.
2: Let me just say very quickly, Price should have stayed looking out that peephole. Yeah. Instead of looking at uh Van Gogh oh, Anakin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
2: But I did dig the harmony that we heard before we went into his mouth. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I think I would sit in the corner and close my eyes. Yes. Yeah. I mean
2: why am I gonna follow the instructions here or look at the wall? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because Pritchett told him what this was exactly. for. Uh, I
2: mean, like, I'm going to do exactly not that. Yes. Yeah, he's not having a good time. <laughs> no, uh, straight
0: up not having yeah. a good time. thought this was a party. <laughs> Suddenly, we see Price being wheeled in on a gurney by a nurse with very must makeup. We see a naked woman suspended from a ceiling. We see Price with a piece of metal over his mouth that looks like he's smiling.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Two naked women turned to us with blood dripping from their mouths. And this is the imagery that Melissa saw before she got Mm -hmm. got.
2: Which is either kind of prescient or they just reused a lot of footage. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Look, we use what we got.
2: Like, I really liked what we shot. Let's just use it twice. (laughs) Just do it.
0: The nurse tells Price that he has been sick and asks for Dr. Vaniket's advice. Now, Dr. Vaniket appears behind her with his face all wrapped up and yeah. does his head shake thing again.
2: So that's a no from Dr. Vaniket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Dr. Vaniket? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Yeah. no. Price appears to pass out, which Yeah. <laughs> seems about right. We see him being woken up and they tie i don't know rubber a sheet something latex something is being tied across his face with like wire Mm -hmm. yeah it
2: is so uncomfortable to watch yes
0: he's thrown into a tank he removes it from his face and swims until he sees a naked woman sinking down. He
2: removes it very quickly. Yes. So they didn't really tie it on that well. Yeah. But but it was then, mostly for show. And then he sees the naked woman and he swims over there. He's like, well, I'm about to die anyway. Let me get a peek. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's turning he's into Eddie. By,
0: I was going to say, Pritchett rules. Look, we're both about to die. Yeah, yeah, so fuck it. But she opens her mouth and blood flows out into the water. And at that point, he's probably like, never mind. <laughs>
2: Struck out again, Price
0: <laughs> She comes close to him and screams And her f- hair flies back to reveal a face With only a giant mouth full of teeth it, I don't know
2: why, but it was like some Beetlejuice shit, yeah.
0: wasn't it? Because
2: it yeah. looked almost like stop motioning. No, yeah. That's totally
0: fair but we see the actual Price again, still in the saturation chamber. The image of Vaneket holds up his red ball, <laughs> and he tosses it to a woman who bounces it. But when the ball bounces back up, it's now Price's head, which is screaming. Mm-hmm. The camera pans up to reveal that the woman is Evelyn, and she laughs. Through the window, we see Price cowering in the corner and shaking as the machine just keeps going.
2: Well... Drove a sane man mad. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, God damn. All I took with <laughs> some hoops. <laughs> Vannekut
2: was oh, right. Oh, yeah. it works. Dude, you get Vannekut on mean, the I court, guess. there's no stopping.
0: <laughs> I'm drive you crazy. <laughs> Back in Vannegut's office, Eddie finds a framed photo of the 1931 staff. Right in the middle is Dr. Richard Vannegut. Next to him are Ruth Ann Stockard, Adolphus Jensen, Franklin Baker, Thomas Stevens Price, and Jasper Marr. Any of those names sound familiar?
2: Very familiar. (laughs) Two things here. One, so you're telling me that both Evelyn and Steven are related to the five. That's a little ridiculous. (laughs) Second thing, Eddie goes, "Uh, what does this mean? (laughs) It's like, you really need this spelled out (laughs) for you. Your fucking name is right there.
0: (laughs) When I was a kid, I never noticed that it was Evelyn and Price as well. No, Mm -hmm. me either. I thought it was just the guess. It kind of makes it less.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because did the house show Evelyn that Peter Graves special? Or I feel like it would have been better if like maybe Price mentioned that she had seen it and someone was like, oh, is she watching reruns or something that yeah. made it sound like.
2: Because otherwise it really makes no sense no, for them to she just also be related. to see this. Yeah. And, that, that, yeah, and that she doesn't.
0: married a man who also like it's 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 a lot. Did like, the
2: ghost put them on a blind date? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it just it doesn't make a lot of You're sense. You're asking
0: us to believe a lot here. <laughs> But, yeah, Eddie is confused, and Sarah realizes that everyone here is related to the staff members that were there the night of the fire. Pritchett comes in to clarify they're related to the five that didn't die.
2: Yeah, the sadists, he called them.
0: Price didn't make the guest list. The house did.
2: (laughs) Which is something we already put together. Yes. Yeah.
0: But Pritchett says that there's a lot of energy here. And for me, I feel like this was like there like, we got to explain this. Yeah. Like people are going
2: to get really mad. If we...
0: But Pritchett says that the energy here likes to travel through electricity. And Sarah's like, oh, it must have gone through the Internet line, which is like, what
2: the fuck? Did they set her up to say that because she's so handy? Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> For me, if I had written this, Price would have taken his laptop to the house to look around. Yeah. Oh. And that's when it would have fucked oh, okay. up. Because it makes fair. no sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Because it
2: was his office. It, was. Yeah. <laughs> it had to travel.
0: The house is like, is he typing about us? Let me fucking. Sweet. <laughs> oh, no. No, about also. <laughs>
2: And again, I was going to say, well, it could have been anyone, but I'm like, no, because they're also related. I really yes. hate yeah. that. I
0: never, like I said, I never really put that together when I was younger. And now I'm like, man, I wish they hadn't done that. Yeah. The house could have been using them to get to the. Exactly. People, like, oh, that's yeah, more yeah. believable than... They're like, well, than...
2: someone's finally throwing a birthday party <laughs> yeah. here. All right, get...
0: Or Evelyn try, knowing... Travel through
2: the ethernet cable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> or Evelyn knowing, oh, my great-grandmother used to work here. Yes. Maybe, you know, something. Like, you're asking us just to spend too much belief. Yeah. <laughs> But um, anyway, Pritchett says that the house is pissed, and it has no morals because it's a fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> and then he immediately apologizes for yelling in "Well, and he went face. off. He's like, all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's too
2: much. Too much.
0: Eddie, though, looks at the photo again and asks why Blackburn's name isn't on there. Back in the electroshock therapy room, Evelyn still lies on the table as Blackburn sneakily walks in. He kisses her and starts feeling her up, which yeah she's dead She's yes um why is every man grief in this movie <laughs> except for price
2: yes and pritchett no well, uh, well he, he was very uh, respectfully lightly flirting
0: but blackburn gets out a kit and gives evelyn a shot in her thigh she immediately wakes up and kisses him she asks what price's situation is and blackburn tells her that he's still alive but it's just a matter of moments then she can have her miraculous resurrection
2: okay so this twist makes no sense and it all stems back to the misdirection of the invitation. Yes, mm-hmm. Blackburn being in the car reading the invitation. So was the ghost confused too? Was he like, well, is he? <laughs> no. She's banging him, right? Well, he must uh, be. Part of yeah, it. <laughs> bring him in. Yeah, he was him. related. I don't care. So it it literally that's where it's like okay, it's a good twist because a similar twist is done. Spoiler alert! In the right. original. But it makes a lot more sense in that movie than these ghost invitations.
0: (laughs) My (laughs) thing is, I just like the twist with them all being related to the people, if they would have just dropped a couple breadcrumbs or alluded to it a little bit before the big twist, it would have, A, made more sense, Uh and B, been like, oh, so that's what... Okay, that's why she looked at him when she came in the house, or that's why he didn't exactly. come in a limo, or that's why—I mean, well, anything. I mean, the
2: only thing that you have is him being like Price fucking sucks when he <laughs> walks in. That's <laughs> really it. Yeah. That's all you've got.
0: But anyway, Evelyn pretends to tell a cop that she was just playing a prank and acts devastated after being told that her husband is dead. Blackburn says that there will be witnesses that say fill in the blank shot him. Evelyn bets it will be Puff Eddie.
2: That's a problem. Yeah, like fuck you, dude. He was a former baseball player. He was not a rapper. So he's just <laughs> fucking racist. And I know a lot of kids don't know who Puff Eddie is, but.
0: <laughs> he's Pete Eddie, you guys. Yes. Yeah. He's also black, mm-hmm. which is the only correlation the only to can yeah. yeah. Although
2: he was, I am pretty sure Eddie did have Biggie killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that might be where she's <laughs> Making the
1: connection. Yeah, <laughs> <getting.
2: laughs>
0: but B- Blackburn thinks it will be Sarah that kills him. Evelyn asked about Melissa, and Blackburn's like, well, Price must have killed her. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn gets angry and says that Melissa could be spying on them right now, and all of this is falling apart. They need to make everyone feel like their life is in danger to prompt one of them to kill Price, which is a very, like, convoluted plan. It really is.
2: But, I mean, again, borrowed from the original. Yeah. So it's like they had to, I guess, fit this in somehow. Right. It's a little clunkier than it (laughs) needs to be, but... A lot of moving parts.
0: Blackburn thinks that framing Price for Evelyn's death is enough, which to be fair, they did throw him into the saturation (laughs) chamber for for really, there was no evidence that he did that to her, but anyway. It's like,
2: these guys will believe anything.
0: (laughs) But Evelyn disagrees, saying that they need another body with Stephen's bloody hands right next to it. As she's speaking, she turns around and grabs a scalpel. She turns, telling Blackburn, now hear me out, (laughs) before stabbing him repeatedly in the stomach. He falls backward and Evelyn tosses the scalpel into his pool of blood. We see Blackburn's dying view of her looking down on him. I'm just like, damn, she's just talking yeah. up to the game. Like she's a black widow, she yeah. really is. But the thing
2: is, is that I mean, okay, no, never mind. He was making out with her corpse, so I think it's fine that he dies. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna try to defend how you know she's suddenly a murderer now, but maybe she felt that,
0: right? She's like, ew. Right. ew,
2: fucking weirdo.
0: It's called consent, gentlemen. Exactly, consent. That's, and
2: this is what happens. <laughs> At least it's what should fucking happen, but whatever. Never mind. <laughs>
0: Back on the main floor, Eddie comes into the room Sarah and Pritchett are in with another metal bar to try to pry up the metal plate. Sarah asks if Pritchett is coming with them or waiting for Blackburn, and Pritchett says Blackburn's dead or he would have been back by now, which Which, he's he's two for two, to be fair.
2: When are you going to start listening? Yeah.
0: (laughs) At the saturation chamber, Evelyn opens the door and Price tumbles out unconscious. In the basement now, instead of trying the window like they said, Sarah, Eddie, and Pritchett are down there looking for Blackburn. <laughs> yeah. Pritchett finds Evelyn gone from the electroshock therapy room, a giant pool of blood on the floor, and a bloody saw. They make their way to the saturation chamber, and Sarah is positive that Price is behind all this somehow.
2: Which, again, I don't <laughs> understand. Yeah. He's just
0: public enemy number one. Yeah. They see Blackburn leaning against the window of the chamber from the inside they open the door to find Blackburn's severed head propped up against the window as his body spills out.
2: So that's another problem here because we fucking saw Evelyn walk towards the chamber. Yeah. Not dragging his body. Well, she body. was opening
0: it to make it easier. <laughs> like, okay, then it. I'll
2: bring him back in a second. But she cut his fucking head off?
0: Yeah. Like that's <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> a lot.
2: That's graduating from a little playful murder banter to
0: <laughs> full-on <laughs> decapitation. decapitation. <laughs> that's... Oy. <laughs> but Sarah screams out for Price calling him a murderer. <laughs> like uh, you haven't seen him do any no. no. We get a random shot of the door behind the wall with strange noises coming from it. Sarah makes her way to the stairs by the entrance of the basement, and she's alone Why now. Why is she alone? I, I was going to ask that. <laughs> I don't know. But she hears someone calling out for help, and she says that she'll help them. They just need to tell her where they are. Well, she says that she
2: thinks it's Melissa, and she says, it's Sarah. She didn't you know don't you by know Sarah. Me as Sarah.
0: Yeah, I Unless have- you're fucking
2: telling your secrets, because you said for Eddie not to <laughs> tell anyone who also didn't hear you. That's
0: the thing is... This this comes into play later on too where i feel like there's implication that melissa and sarah were closer yeah i mean like it would have made sense if like melissa is the one that gave like she is trying to be a tv star the real right. jennifer jensen works in movies maybe she took it from her and gave it to sarah like right it's like and later on we'll talk more about it but they weren't friends no the only interaction they had was like sarah telling her she's from the fucking trailer park
2: yeah (laughs) best of
0: friends (laughs) it's weird because she's like just tell me where you are yeah
2: she sounds like it's like her sister yeah
0: anyway she goes to the corner of the room behind that skeleton on the skeleton horse and price tumbles out bloody and completely disoriented she draws her gun and screams he says he woke up on the floor and he doesn't know what's going on. He just keeps asking for her to help him. She says, not even for a million bucks, Mr. Price, which would be a decent line if like Price was the bad guy. Yeah. yeah
2: and it is very overdramatic. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> not
0: even for a million. No. It's like, <laughs> calm down. Come on now. But he asked for her help again. And her response is to shoot him about 15 times. <laughs> now. I did count. Yeah. she
2: she misses the first she shot. She does. And Price looks behind him like, I am right here. Dude. <laughs> Bro, he does. Are you serious? Like, the fuck were you shooting yeah. at?
0: <laughs> Eddie and Pritchett come running and Eddie takes the gun away from her. The three go upstairs as the shot lingers on Price's body. Now, once they're gone... Evelyn comes over and sits in front of him. She tells him that all it would have taken was a divorce and for him to just rip up the prenup. No matter how it ended, she wants him to know one thing. From the first moment she set eyes on him, she always loved his money. Ooh. Girl. (laughs) It's a little on the nose (laughs) again. But the sight of him has always made her want to puke, which is like, God damn, dude. It's like, (laughs) Anna (laughs) Mugley? Jeez. But just then, Price grabs her by the throat and throws her into the wall. He opens his shirt to reveal a bulletproof vest and says he's Stephen goddamn Price. So he was laying
2: there the whole time posing like <laughs> a French like, painting?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <No>. Well, <he's laughs> like, <No>. if she... <laughs> Waiting? If he she... was
2: in a weird position.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was. But, but if she thinks I'm alive, she might shoot me in the head. Mm, mm. Yeah. And there's no bulletproof no hat. No. Why isn't there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but he holds Evelyn up against the wall and says that everything she and Blackburn said to each other was bugged and seen by him. So does he know that she faked her death?
2: I think that's my question as well because he was reacting organically, he was very upset. And also, if you see Blackburn at the party, wouldn't you be like, "What's that motherfucker doing yeah. here?" Like, you would already know. Like that's it, what I'm again, if we it doesn't make a, a lot of sense
0: tense moments or something but like this is really left field it doesn't make any sense
1: or even like at the beginning when they showed her in the bathtub maybe if you see a male figure leaving something then it would have been like oh
0: well shit that was the guy from the beginning Mm -hmm. anything that you could tie it back to something substantial because you can't instead they're just like guess what (laughs) (laughs) hold on to your tits for this one (laughs) it's a real doozy wild card bitches (laughs) But Price keeps throwing her around, telling her that now he is going to murder her and all the witnesses here think she's already dead. He he tells her happy birthday and (laughs) kisses her before throwing her again. (laughs) But this time she flies through that door that was behind that wall. A blackness moves across the floor toward Evelyn as Price yells at her to get up, confirming that he is not doing this, which I I don't know why she's still asking.
2: She's like, your work is very impressive. (laughs) I just want to make sure this isn't you.
0: She moves just before it comes to her. The blackness seeps into the wall and the mass begins to spread there, comprised of darkness and images of naked women. Evelyn runs for Price, but it yanks her back, causing her to deteriorate. Death by corrosion. Again, Mm -hmm. just like Pritchett said. Mango told him. (laughs) He (laughs) told him. Mango.
2: (laughs) Mango aside. (laughs) (laughs) This is fucking frightening. Very much so. Yeah. Again, unlike anything I had seen at the time. Yeah,
0: but... Price stumbles backwards into a cabinet that opens to reveal body parts, including Melissa's head. So I guess they just kept her for trophy? I don't...
2: I Well, I guess they had all the other medical shit. Like well, yeah. I think will just add to it. So, okay, two things, though. One, why is Vaneket a part of this when he was the one that did all the evil shit?
0: Yeah, good the question. The house should hate him. That's yeah. number
2: one, the house. <laughs> the house should hate him. Number two... Why are we acting like evil shit hasn't been happening all night? Like they just unleashed the evil,
0: yeah, well, Pritchett said everything else was ghosts,
2: including killing Melissa <laughs> like <laughs> 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 I but no, I, you're right though, like
1: they've been crazy shit all night. So this is worse than what this we're is seeing?
0: The, this is what he said. Oh, the, the darkness, death right. by corrosion. You'll yeah, hate that but, shit.
1: Yeah. But but like T said, if he was the one who did this to these people, wouldn't they no, want <laughs> uh, to fight yeah,
0: they're the
3: they're
2: darkness? Like, yeah, right. Now we're on your side. Yeah. Um, but then, wait, okay, so he's part of this vanikid
0: i guess they all just want to get the five that survived but he's also
2: jive walking down the fucking hallway (laughs) Correct. (laughs) it's just again it's one of those things i guess you just shouldn't read too much into deeply yeah
0: but price turns around to see the darkness creeping out of that room and we hear it laughing Mm. it expands forming a rorschach like ink blot like Mm -hmm. situation if
2: you look really close you can see uh Your fucking nightmares.
0: (laughs) The top of it turns into Evelyn's face and she tells Price that she wants him. They all do. Everyone who has died and everyone who was responsible is here. And now it's his turn. It advances. Upstairs, Sarah thinks she just killed Price, but they're just working get getting that window open again. (laughs) Yeah,
2: like move past it. Don't think about it.
0: (laughs) Price runs upstairs and the doorknob falls off as he tries to leave the basement. They hear Price screaming and banging on the door. Pritchett, poor Pritchett, <sighs> yeah. opens the door for him just as Price jumps to the side. The darkness grabs Pritchett immediately and puts him inside yeah. its mass.
2: See, I... I gotta say, I think Price isn't that bad of a guy because when this happened, Price was like, no, yeah, I, yeah. no he I didn't. I, he did not want that to happen. I don't
0: think he's bad at all. Like, no. And I don't know if we were supposed to, but yeah. I don't. I, I feel like pretty him. good about him. Yeah. He's probably <laughs> just a
1: dickhead, but he's not that bad. No. Yeah. He's uh, I mean, just a
0: weirdo. He's like a business yeah. guy.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: But the darkness retreats. Why, though? It's like, we're gonna gnaw on him for a while. <laughs> Price stumbles in, telling Eddie and Sarah to run. He closes the basement door, but it begins to bulge and then it breaks. Eddie and Sarah run as the darkness spills out.
2: Looks pretty good for 1999. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah.
0: Price ditches his bulletproof vest and says that Pritchett was right. This house is alive, which, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the hallway next to them forms teeth yeah he's like look (laughs) see (laughs) i told you and the darkness is creeping along the ceiling price heads for the attic looking for something that'll i guess open the house Mm -hmm. the darkness creeps toward eddie and sarah and then it disappears and they just fucking stand there yeah (laughs) but after a moment the floor starts exploding toward them and then they finally run
2: that's our cue
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh shit he was right (laughs) In the attic, Price starts to look for a way to open up the house, and he throws a tool to the side and accidentally hits a lever that gets the lockdown gears moving. He quips so much for a degree in engineering. (laughs) Which which is true, but (laughs) it is part of my issue with him at the end of this movie because he goes from making quippy comments and talking shit to Evelyn to being disoriented and confused. Like, he just goes back and forth.
2: Yeah. There's no... (laughs) (laughs) did it drive him mad or not (laughs) i don't
0: know just for
2: a little bit yeah he's coming back he got it back yeah good for him
0: (laughs) he tells eddie and sarah that he found a way out but they need to hurry eddie and sarah run upstairs but sarah turns when the darkness says her name now here's my issue yes this time it's melissa's face asking her to stay for her show we don't even fucking know each other like that. Mm-mm. Yeah. But they use Melissa to try to bring Sarah in, which like why? They don't even know each other. Yeah.
2: You know what should have happened? Whenever she said, like you said, she was the executive vice president or whatever, she should have sidled up to her immediately and talked Something to her.
0: Something to try to get exactly. in and because now they're you buddies. Want to yeah. Be oh, yeah. In I mean, this industry. More any, any any kind of and this movie is very short. Yeah. We yeah. had time for oh, a little yeah. bit of that, but Anyway, they run, and the darkness follows. Eddie goes to investigate the window that is now open in the attic, and the darkness begins to seep through the slits in the floor. He calls Sarah over as the darkness wraps around a rope controlling the lockdown mm-hmm. plate over that window.
2: I would like to say, as you just said, he calls Sarah over.
0: Oh, you're right. He wasn't he even wasn't there. there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's what I'm saying. She got lost. Yeah, Yeah. you're totally right, dude. You should be like Jennifer. Yeah, (laughs) the darkness is full ink blot now and coming toward Sarah. Price tells her to go and pushes her out of the way, sacrificing himself
2: again. Great man.
0: The darkness takes him and leaves behind a visage of him that just shatters. But we see something go flying off of him. Mm -hmm. Where
2: was he keeping that? because it was in his jacket. Oh, yeah. It's in
1: his
0: shirt pocket. (laughs) He's
2: been through a lot. I think we would have seen it. Ripping off bulletproof vests. He did. And it's not folded, so it wasn't in his pocket.
0: Anyway. (laughs) Eddie helps Sarah through the window and out onto a very high ledge. Just as he's about to go through with her, the rope finally snaps and the plate goes over the window. The darkness comes upon Eddie and, again terrifying very Mm -hmm. much various faces ask him for help and tell him that no one gets out alive dr vaniket takes control and calls eddie as the next patient time to take his rightful place with the others now something about his accent and the calmness of his voice in this moment Mm -hmm. very scary to (laughs) me still it's like unnerving
2: it's yeah even like it scared me as a kid still scares me today Good lord.
0: But Eddie says that he has nothing to do with this. He was adopted. Which is like, fuck, that yeah. sucks. But also, to be fair, nobody had anything to do with this. No.
2: But him <laughs> him saying that only brings up more problems because you're like, well, then why'd they choose them? Do they not are all their relatives dead? Was there not anyone? Oh, they closer? don't have any parents? No uh-huh. parents? God
0: damn it, that's like, true.
2: <laughs> don't say it's a throwaway joke, and I know we should have just laughed, Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes I'm an asshole <laughs> and I gotta read too much into things. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> Suddenly, though, the ghost of Pritchett appears and pulls on the rope opening the window just long enough for Sarah to pull Eddie through, and then he disappears. Now, Sarah pulls the shit out of him. They yeah. both would have gone tumbling oh, into yeah, the Oh, yeah, that would have been enough. <laughs> but they don't. Um, was that Pritchett or yeah. was it
2: Pritchett's father? Because isn't Pritchett a part of the Rorschach monster now? But he's good. How did he break away? Because he's good. I, I wondered that, too. Right? I
1: was like, why? how did he get away from up. them to go help them
2: it's like i'm too good i'm just gonna yeah i'll be right back <laughs> i don't
0: fit in here yeah. so but the darkness sucks back into itself and then we just see the attic completely empty outside the sun is rising and sarah notices an envelope sticking out from underneath the metal plate she pulls it out and it says to those who survive the night Eddie opens it to find the checks, each for one million dollars, made out to cash. Now, I would not have those checks flapping in the wind like oh, no. like they're holding them. No,
2: I stuff it in my shirt or <laughs> yeah. something.
0: He laughs and hands the checks to Sarah, who laughs with him. The camera pans out over the water, and we get a shot of them on the ledge, atop this giant fucking house. Yeah. And Sarah asks, "How do we get down from here?" Credits. Now, there is a very short post-credits scene, if you even want to call it that, but the patient is recording again <laughs> as the rest of the patients, I guess, are cutting up and terrorizing Price and mm-hmm. Evelyn.
2: And Evelyn's dressed as a nurse. Yes. It's, I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's such a great little bookend. Like, man,
0: but Price does not belong here. <laughs> well, yeah, he I doesn't. still love him.
2: He's the hero of the film. Uh, no, he's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um...
0: He's too good for this world. He's
2: a pure cinnamon roll. We just can't. I've never heard that in my life. Is that a real thing? Well, I do like cinnamon rolls.
0: (laughs) But anyway, that's House on Haunted Hill. What did you guys think?
1: Even though there's a lot of crap going on, I still like the movie. It's a fun little movie to watch. I would watch it again. Mm -hmm. This movie I did watch a lot when I was younger. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I'd still watch it again. I I enjoyed it. For there is a lot of holes and like there weeds, is. you know, <laughs> yeah. but if you don't, it's another one of those. As long as you don't look into it too much and you just kind of, you know, it's a
0: it's Accept a good movie. Accept it for what it is. Yeah. yeah,
2: no joke. I'm honestly in the same boat. I know we talked a lot of shit and made a lot of <laughs> jokes about the plot holes and stuff. Right. But this movie is part of my childhood. Yeah, yeah. I. We also watched it a bunch mm-hmm. when we were kids and it's honestly just, even with all the problems, it's a very good movie to just have fun with. Yes. Yeah. Rewatch it, enjoy it. And I mean, not every movie has to be The Shining. Yeah. No,
0: absolutely. I, again, agree. Um, it does have its issues, but I feel like the good of it and like the fun of it overshadows those issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have said that it's just a fun movie. There are also images and moments oh, in no, this movie yeah. that are genuinely <laughs> fucking frightening, like Still. genuinely scary and look fantastic for 1999. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So I guess that brings us to ratings and I hate going first, but here we are. <laughs> um, as we said, I feel like the three of us all really appreciate this movie, maybe a little more than it deserves. <laughs> But again, what it lacks in some cases or in some instances narratively or plot wise, mm-hmm. I feel like the performances overshadow that, especially, mm-hmm. especially Jeffrey Rush. I can't it, say yes. enough how much I love him yes. in this movie. Fantastic. Um, And just the imagery. I saw shit in this movie that I had never seen before in my life. Right. And. I mean, it's like, no, yeah. no, I can't stress Are you stress getting enough. goosebumps right yeah. now? <laughs> <laughs> it's genuinely scary. Obviously, that's going to influence my score. And I'm, maybe some people are going to be like, really? <laughs> but keeping it grounded and not wanting to do it too high, because there are a lot of plot issues mm-hmm, and I can't mm-hmm. just ignore that. But I genuinely do love this movie and I will be watching it again. Oh, yeah. Um, But on a scale from 1 to 10 perversity meters, (laughs) I'm going to give The House on Haunted Hill 7 out of 10 perversity meters. Hmm. And I will now open up the floor.
1: Uh, I know we say it a lot, but I don't want to repeat everything we've said again. (laughs) But Uh, I mean, it is, and the, the movie does got some things with it, but it also, I feel like it does a good job of not hiding, but like of trying to distract you away yeah. from those certain <laughs> things so that you're not asking those questions. Right. So you're not sitting there like, wait a minute, what
0: the hell? That's a really yeah. good point, because a lot of the questions we brought up I never thought about yeah, until, no. I don't know. No, until
1: <laughs> yeah. we watched it critically for this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um but I I really I really like this movie and, and I know like we said we all watched it when we were younger, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, and it does it will influence it. But I I agree with you a hundred percent on the score on a scale from one to 10 perversity meters i'm gonna give it a seven as well i like the movie isn't as great but i do feel like i said it does a good job of distracting you from the things that are that are wrong with it and then you can just sit there and it is fun and you do get a good laugh at it but you also get that scare factor too yeah right and there's shit that you're like oh shit that was creepy or that was you know what i mean but I, I I agree with you on that score. I feel like that's a pretty good wow. score to give it. Wow. And I, and I noticed, too, that there wasn't a lot of trivia or there wasn't no. a lot of... There's not. Like a lot of stuff on this movie because we usually try to get into it a little deeper and there wasn't very there much was, we could find on
2: it. I was very surprised for being a remake of a horror classic. Mm-hmm. There really
0: wasn't much. And there's not a lot of... Like videos and like not a lot of people yeah, people at that all. you would expect to review this haven't no. like it feels like nobody's really paying yeah. attention to it <laughs> almost
2: no. very quickly, just to get through my rating <laughs> again, not wanting to repeat everything mm-hmm. that we've already said. I will add, I love the music in this movie yes right. it's fantastic, like you had said, all of the imagery and everything is fucking horrifying, yes, I remember being a kid and <laughs> Walking around the house as Dr. vaniket <laughs> and-, and mom being like, stop. <laughs> I remember that distinctly. Quit that shit. Yeah. And for good reason. But every remake should strive to do what this one did. Mm-hmm. It took what we know is familiar, the plot, mm-hmm. the characters basically, mm-hmm. and then they did something new with it they gave it a reason to exist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because if there's no reason to exist, I'm just going to go watch the original. Don't do it. There's no point. Oh, yeah. So this excelled in that. But at the same time, with all the plot holes and everything, as fun as it is, I do have to be realistic for for myself. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So on a scale of one to 10 perversity meters, I have to give House on Haunted Hill six out of 10 perversity meters. I love this movie. Yeah. I do, mm-hmm. but I, ga- I gotta be me. No, oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, ha- I gave extra for Jeffrey Rush. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I did the same thing for Chris Kattan.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, that's all from us at Podmortem. What would you rate House on Haunted Hill? And what should we watch next? Let us know on Twitter at the ThePodmortem. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Be sure to follow each of us on Twitter at Blood and Smoke, at RealStreeter84, and at TravisMWH. And remember, if an offer seems too good to be true, it probably is. Until next time.